This week's podcast will deal with pacing and slowing your narrative down to really develop the scene or scenes you are wanting to portray it to the reader. As you think about and start writing your narrative, I would suggest you think about the specific moments you want to convey. These specific moments will make up the bulk of your essay. In these moments, readers should feel like they are beside you, living through the moment and your thoughts, just like you live through it, and potentially how you are processing it now. As you detail out these moments, you will slow the pacing down and help the reader visualize the story. When writing narration, visualization happens through two methods, imagery and action. Over the course of this week, depending on when you are listening to this podcast, you have either already discussed and learned about how to bring in vivid imagery, or you will. Using imagery in your writing helps to create mood. It may help to characterize the people for your reader too. And of course, imagery helps the reader envision the people and settings of your story. It helps to ground us in the moment, which is important. The other way of helping the reader visualize your story is by detailing out specific actions. This can be difficult to accomplish as we don't always think about specific details in this way. But narrative, and most writing to be honest, relies on specifics to make it strong. Generalities in writing often lead to vagueness and disconnection, the exact opposite of what we want readers to experience. So we want to think of specific actions. How on earth do we do this? Part of this comes back to writing the experience. As you write, you may start to remember more details and fill in those gaps. Part of it may be taking time to brainstorm and detail out your story. What happened first? What happened after? And what then? Asking yourself these questions may be the first step to help you slow the pacing down. You might even try to ask specific questions. For instance, if I'm writing about the moment I looked over the cast list to the Crucible, the spring play of my senior year, and realized I wasn't on the cast list, I can start to think about that wing of the school. What images come to mind? How was I feeling? Who else was standing around the list? How did I approach the list? Did I rush up to it? Did I nonchalantly look through the list since I assumed I was guaranteed the role of Samuel Paris because I nailed the audition? Did my finger trace down the list? No name next to Paris? No name next to any of the other roles? Could I just write, I walked up to the list, my name wasn't on it? I definitely could, but the reader would not necessarily feel a part of that experience. This is definitely a moment I would want the readers to experience with me. This moment produced quite a bit of emotion. It was my senior year, the last play I could be involved in as a high school student. This moment carries a lot of weight. Because it carries weight, I need to help the readers see the importance of this moment. I need to slow it down. Here's, I guess, the scary thing about narrative writing. We have to let the reader into these moments. And part of doing that is letting them into how we were feeling and also what we were thinking. This is sharing something with the reader that we may have never shared with anyone else before. Often we would rather just summarize a moment and move on. 
but that summary is a missed opportunity. Summary does have a place in narrative writing, and I'll talk about that in a moment, but in general, moments of emotion should be detailed out for the reader. Your emotional reaction, your physical reaction, your thoughts, all these things can help you build the scene, slow it down, and allow the reader to live that moment with you. In the long run, you need to decide when you are going to lean into a scene. And by lean in, I mean detailing out that moment, slowing the pace of the narrative. The best places to do this are important scenes in your story and moments of emotion. Now, as I just mentioned, there are reasons to summarize events in your narrative. Summary in narrative is often used as a transition device. You are moving from one scene to the next scene you are going to detail out. Summary then is helping the reader see quick moments of things happening that aren't important enough to detail out. For example, depending on what my narrative is about and when it comes to the Crucible story I'm envisioning, I would focus on four specific moments. The first is the cast list. The second, talking with my best friend and convincing him to stick with it. He was cast as John Proctor and had never been in a play before, so he was afraid. I would probably mention crying in the teacher's office over the cast list. Lastly, I would jump to the week of our technical rehearsal, which is over a month after the first three events mentioned. This jump from scenes one, two, and three to scene four would be a good place for me to bring in some summary. The key takeaway from this lesson is to focus on developing scenes for your narrative. This is the purpose of narrative writing. Build your scenes. Bring the reader into your story. Don't gloss over and summarize. Use summary sparingly. You might even want to avoid summary altogether depending on the story you are telling. Also, be careful of getting too expository. We often think the reader needs a lot of information to understand our story, when in actuality, they might not need that much. Trim the exposition, trim the summary, and focus on building and developing scenes. As always, happy writing.